But let's try this again. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power of Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Chipmunk Young. Uh, that's what they said. They said we sound like chipmunks. <laughs> We're trying this again. Let's see if we can get it going. Um, uh, let me see if y'all can let us know how things sound. Let me get on. Let me get online here and and uh, hear your feedback. How are we sounding now? How do we sound? Much better. <laughs> I heard much better. <laughs> Woo! Man. <laughs> Technical difficulties. It happens. It, it, it happens, but golly, you know, you hate, you hate when it happens. But it's all good. This is the day that the Lord has made. We, we will, will rejoice, rejoice and be glad in it. Um, we are dealing with uh family issues family matters uh we and i'm just jumping right into it no preliminaries today just jumping right into it lord i just lost the camera (laughs) did you really you just lost the camera no you're kidding right can y'all hear us it's back it's back (laughs) the camera went out my gosh we're gonna make this uh, Carla says she'd kind of like the chipmunks. Uh, you know, I can do chipmunk voice yeah. if you like. No, we're not going to do chipmunk again. That's, I mean, that's, you know. That's, that's just too much. I like it. I it's mean, too much. Why not? No. We can't, <laughs> we can't do that again. Um, everybody can hear us okay? All is well? <laughs> Let me make sure here. We, can y'all hear us well? If you can hear us well, send us the likes. Send us the loves. Now they said sound is out. No, you're kidding, right? Sound is out. Right? How about now? Where's the sound coming from? Here, right? The sound is coming from here. From here? Yeah. Did you check How about now? Voice? Can y'all hear us now? Let me check it. Can you hear us now? Okay. No sound. Yeah, we have. There we go. Now we have sound. You know, the enemy, if he can stop it, he would. I'm not giving him any. Point. But we're not going to let him stop it. We're not going to let him stop it. I'm not giving him this, any. This, this must be the best broadcast we ha- we're going to have. You know, whenever, you know, whenever the enemy is talking, he's lying. Yep. So I know this is going to be the best one. We've been dealing with the blended family. We're on uh, blended families part four. And uh, yeah, Brittany said, not today, Satan. <laughs> not today, Satan. Uh, Carla says, but he can't stop it. That's right. I like that. Yeah. So uh, even through de- technical difficulties, the word is going to go out. And so today we're dealing with the blended families. We've been uh, reading out of <coughs> Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. To Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. And uh, last night we talked about relationship matters when it comes to the children, parenting, uh, parenting and children. And I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good lesson. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it, it helped me and uh, it lets us know that there is a way that seems right unto man, but that the end thereof is destruction. Yeah. So we have to make sure we're doing things God's way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said in Genesis two twenty four, there, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. 
and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Matthew 19 and 5 says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no more two but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. So here we see a confirming word from Jesus, uh, confirming what the father said through Adam. And again, uh, you must set a vision for your family, whether you're in a traditional family or a blended family. Um, and that's what we see Adam do here. So um, do you want to add anything to that before we go back into well, our points? I like our four basic laws that govern godly marriage. And you might say, well, you know, me and my husband, we have an arrangement. Well, maybe I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, most most people want to have a good friendship, a good close yeah. relationship. Yeah. Listen, a monogamous relationship yeah. with their spouse. Mm-hmm. And for those people, you know, we have to think about the laws that govern a good marriage. Mm-hmm. Love begins with priorities. In other words, if you put the right thing in the wrong order, you have a mess. Mm. Uh, you know, so that's why, you that's know, true. the first thing that God told you to do was to leave the relationship of utmost importance and utmost commitment which was the relationship between the child and the parent whomever the parent might be mm-hmm. the second law is that love is work it takes energy so it takes good. sacrifice it takes time to build a good happy marriage and you know it's not going to happen if you don't pursue your spouse with great zeal if it's just a casual thing you'll get casual now, say, that, say that again do what to your spouse Pursue them with great zeal. Yeah, that's not enough of that. No. <laughs> you know, we have great pursuits, but it's not to our spouse. <laughs> I think we enjoy being pursued by our spouse yeah. a lot of times, but we don't enjoy putting in the or, work. Or initiating it. We don't like initiating yeah. it. Yeah. We don't like putting in the work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I always knew that I wanted to be a good wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I wanted to put in the work that would be necessary to be a good wife. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people take that aspect of the relationship for granted. For granted, yeah. I exactly. think sometimes we have an arrangement and this is your section and, and this, this is, is your mine. Yeah. mine. Yeah. And we have different roles. But when you pursue your spouse with great zeal, mm-hmm. then things could be so different. Mm-hmm. You set the tone you build your garden Mm -hmm. and you have the ability to pluck out the weeds what are the weeds the things that grow that suck the energy out of your marriage you know uh last night we in talking about friendship we said that if you want to have a good friend you must first of all show yourself be a be friendly yeah you know so sowing the seeds of pursuit Mm -hmm. will cause you to be pursued anything the bible says anything any seed that's planted will reproduce after its own after kind. After its own kind. So yeah. what what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, what what do you plan? What is your goal for this marriage? Mm-hmm. You set the standard mm-hmm. by giving first. Right. You know, uh, what's the third part of this law? So the third law is uh, the law of possession, which means basically that we share possession. We share possession of all things, all Listen, not only the assets, Mm. but the debts Mm -hmm. that we bring into the marriage. That means that this is a place of open, open environment. This is a place of openness. How can you share responsibility for things you don't even know about? Mm -hmm. How can you take the pressure 
off of each other. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a spirit of unity, very often marriages are broken up because they discover things in the middle of the marriage that they should have discovered mm. when they were dating. So, so the oneness will cause you to live a more peaceable, a more joyful, you know, a more, you know, intimate marriage. And if you're not experiencing intimacy in your marriage, it's because you have probably sectioned off areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Then mm -hmm. the next thing is the law of purity, which is, which means that that everything is completely exposed before each other. Mm -hmm. There are no there are no hidden areas of our life. There this is a place of complete and total transparency. And you know, yeah. I have to say there's not enough yeah. transparency in mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. There's not enough of just coming clean mm -hmm. in marriage. A lot of times we put on what what me and you describe as fig leaves. Yeah. We try to cover our flaws, cover our pains and not reveal them to our spouse because we think in some way our spouse might exploit our weaknesses. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the greatest foundation of any marriage is friendship. And you Ooh. know, when you are a real friend, you're going to cover one another's sin. Yeah. You know, the Bible said love covers a sin, multitude, a of, multitude sins. of sin, you know, so that means that you may, you may be dealing with a person in your spouse that may, keep repeating the same mistakes. I mean, you know, uh, I, I actually had somebody say to me, so what do I do when they keep they keep doing the same thing over and over? You know, what do I do when they Such keep making question. the same mistakes? And the Bible deals with that. Mm -hmm. Jesus says that if your brother offends you seven times in a day, well, forgive all seven him. times you need to forgive. Yeah. All seven times you need to forgive. So there is, um, there's, that is really a two part thing. You know, you can love a person until, you know, we all desire unconditional love, but we're not all capable of giving yeah. unconditional love because there are some conditions that some people feel like I shouldn't have to deal with this condition. Yeah. And uh, that right. is that. healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When a person's behavior becomes so toxic, yeah. that you cannot live and function the way you were designed to, the way you were purposed to. And when it be begins to erode at your own emotions, your own physical and emotional well-being, your own spiritual well-being, then you have to look at it. Mm -hmm. Is this person poisoning my life? Mm -hmm. Is it poisonous? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what you have to determine at times mm -hmm. when a person's behavior gets so erratic. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, you know, I, 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 I uh, add to that when you say, you know, I have a person that's just constantly doing the same things. Mm -hmm. It it, it it now you need to have a peace conference. Mm -hmm. You know you need to communicate. Be able to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back back again. The proper foundation is friendship. Yes. You know I want to be able to tell you when you're hurting. Yes. Or hurting me, and I want to be able to trust you with, with what I share, share with, with you. you. Exactly. So. When you're dealing with the laws, these four laws that govern marriage, you you always want to keep in mind, you know, do I have a law of possession? Do I have the law of pursuit? Do mm -hmm. I have the law of priority? And what was the other one? The law of what? Oh, uh, possession. Uh, possession, priority, purity. 
purity, purity. purity. is the one you're thinking and of. so you you want to keep those four laws in mind and you say well i missed everything you said we'll go back and just listen to this broadcast again because all of those things will help you have a healthy marriage right and you know let's just you know keep in mind that emotionally speaking men tend to be more uh, ashamed in the area of sharing things emotionally especially intimate intimate things are yes a man's secrets his weaknesses he yeah. tends to be more you know he he wants to not share those things he he's more sort of discerning he wants to put that thing under the hat yeah you know yeah. and women tend to be more open emotionally mm -hmm. you know yeah. we'll go and say well you know uh you know bob's having a a, a a sexual misfunction in his life and the bob might be going oh, i can't believe she said yeah, that exactly. you know exactly but in now you need to a hit woman's that. That's right. mindset if i'm having an issue that my friend can help with emotionally then i want to share because i think my friend will help me emotionally mm. she's not thinking of being judged or put down but you know at the same time when it comes to uh more intimate settings mm -hmm. men are tend to be more free mm -hmm. uh, women are like no i need the lights turned off mm -hmm. you, you know i need you to quiet down i don't need the kids hearing what's happening in this bedroom mm -hmm. you know so it's amazing how we are designed you know to be so you know different when it comes to certain things you know but we but oneness is always based on common ground yeah so in other words i can only have common ground and true intimacy if i understand you yeah the the, the true the true uh love language one of the love languages of a man i believe is uh respect Oh yeah. Yeah, and 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 the ego. The ego and we don't want to be exposed in public. We don't want to be exposed <laughs> even in private. You know, the the thing that you don't want to be that, embarrassed. Yeah, the thing that men men deal with the most is embarrassment. Yes. And uh how you how are you identifying with me, yes. you know? So so the weakness part uh we'll cover up. Right. Yeah, you know, we don't want to show you that we cry. Mm -hmm. We don't want to show you that we're vulnerable in any kind of way yes you want and, to show us that you're strong yeah and so you have to be aware of this women because men are not as emotionally intelligent as you are and so when you're expecting him to know something he won't know it <laughs> you have to literally tell him you know and i know we say yes. this all the time but you got to tell him now we've been on a rabbit trail for a while let's jump back into talking about these components when it deals with the blended family so we've been talking about parenting in the blended family and you might say well why are you talking forgive, about forgive our lawn men right now but yeah go ahead go yeah ahead, go why ahead. are you talking about parenting well guess what most blended families are going to deal with parenting issues yeah either from small children or guess what now we're even dealing with adult Both children, children. Mm -hmm. mom and dad mom got remarried dad got remarried and who is this strange person mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and so the, mm -hmm. the the children are having to deal with you know with that and you know a lot of times what we don't realize is that for our children we are home mm -hmm. we are what home is not the place we live not the job we go to not the car we drive we represent home That's to good. our That's children. A good word. Yeah. And so when we invite somebody else in the home that they're not familiar with, they're like, oh, guess what? This doesn't feel like home anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're talking about 
yeah. the, the biological parent. And so we have to address the issues surrounding that because you don't want to lose your connection with home. Mm-hmm. No one ever likes that. Mm-hmm. So, so let's good. let's talk about parenting because you're going to deal with this either in your own personal life, in your children's life. Your friends are going to be dealing with this issue uh, because yeah. 50% of marriages, they say statistically, end in divorce. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's just say, see, uh, how should we address things? Now, we got on this the other day and it caused a stir. Mm-hmm. One, one of the things we said, you said this last night, you said uh, in a blended situation, even in a non-blended situation, no kids in the bedroom. Was that a rule that men made up? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could say that, but no. I mean, the, to understand what, what I'm saying in this is the psychological voice that, that, that comes out. Right. Because when you give a child the idea that it's okay to come in between Right, mama and daddy. Yes, it begins to ingrain in their heart or in their mind that this is my position. I'm more important. I'm more important. I'm in between you. So now the manipulation can work. Right, because if I'm not close to you, if if we're not close together, Uh if our child is here, then they can they can play us against each other. Right, because now my communication is not just through. To you, my communication is through my child to you and vice versa. So when you see this word, no children in the bedroom, what we're, what we're saying is, now I understand, and let me back up. I understand that there may be times when you're dealing with a particular situation where maybe the mother and the infant are bonding and it's a, you know, it's time for the child to eat and different mm-hmm. things like that. But if you continually allow that child to come in at two, at four, you know, now they're seven, now they're 17, you know, and they think that this is my position, they're going to they're going to cause a wedge in your marriage. They're going to cause a a, a disruption in your home. So that's why we say no children in the bedroom. Now, mind you, we're not so hardcore. We say no, never. Because there's times when the children come in the room and we we play games together. Are you texting somebody? No. Okay. I, I, I got this. I got this. But she was texting somebody. Um, uh, but, you know, there's times when we let the kids come in the room. We, we'll have movie night. Right. You know, we'll have, we'll have times where we all sit around and we talk and we laugh. Mm-hmm. You know. But your intimate places mm-hmm. is not for the children. Right. So what I was actually looking up is um, I was trying to recall the name of the research, and I believe it's Jane, it's Jane something, but it's a doctor, a psychologist who did a study on marital satisfaction. And they found that marriage satisfaction starts at a high when a couple gets married. Mm -hmm. And when they have their first child, marital satisfaction takes a huge dip yeah and the reason why that initial dip happens is that all the love all the affection all the attention that was once ascribed to the husband now goes to the child Mm -hmm. and i think that's an important hint for women that you know you cannot 
neglect your husband to pour all of your love and affection on your children mm-hmm. and expect that things will be good between you and your spouse. Yeah, because subconsciously the the, the spouse <laughs> will feel left out. Right. You know, subconsciously the spouse will feel like they'll have a certain level of jealousy, if right. you will, for this child because now that child has come in between. But now, you know, when you're dealing with men, you know, men tend to live vicariously through their children. Right. If you have, uh, if you have a child that's very athletic, mm. you'll put all of your affection and attention in that child. Oh yes, I've seen that. And and that's that's another form of allowing a child to come into the bedroom mm. or come in between you and your spouse. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, absolutely. When, especially like last night when we was talking about dealing with our children and talking to our children and parenting our children, there are times when you will have to allow them into your intimate place right? because we're still talking about friendship here. Right. When they can come in and share their secrets, right? Mm -hmm. you know, realize that there should be a boundary there. There should be a a gate there, Mm -hmm. but uh, you need to be able to have that gate open. To, right. the, to, to your children because they want to share secrets. Uh, there was a scripture in Psalms uh, 18, I believe it was, where it says that I hide myself, I hide, I hide in my secrets in the dark darkness. Right. And and that meant that ministered to me because what what happens is people will tend to hide their secrets in the darkness That's if right. they feel no if they feel no outlet. Right. They, right. If they have no outlet, no one to share their concerns with, no one to share their fears with, no one to share their traumas with. And in a blended situation, that's why you marry somebody that you can trust because that spouse may need to understand, hey, I do need to bond with my child at this particular moment. And so there is something that happens in a blended family. You know, a lot of times, you know, these parents have gone through a traumatic breakup yeah. uh, with their ex. And then now they're in a blended family. And then, you know, the blended family is making new demands on how you conduct yourself, how you split your time and so on, what boundaries you set. And so, for instance, maybe you've gotten particularly close with this child mm-hmm. during this traumatic. You know, you both went through the trauma. Mm-hmm. Whenever you go through a divorce, you don't go through it alone. Your children go through a divorce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. And so they're feeling That's the true. same pain that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so uh, often what happens is the biological parent will bond so much with these children. Now, now there's a new person in mom or dad's life. And it's like, how do I handle this? And, you know, you have to begin to develop new routines, even with very small children. When we had very small children, there was a time in a, you know, where we did allow our children in the bedroom. But one thing we did is establish bedtime routines. Mm -hmm. Now, if your bedtime routine is going on past a certain amount of time, then by the time you get to bed, you're like, okay, I'm tired. There's nothing left. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing left for your spouse. Then you're developing a routine of ignoring your spouse Mm -hmm. and giving all your love, attention, devotion, to the children Mm -hmm. you have to find balance in situations having to do with a blended family so don't give to your children now the love the affection and the devotion that belongs to your spouse even your children need to dream a new dream yeah (laughs) 
Preach. Especially if yeah. you've been through a traumatic divorce. Mm-hmm. They need to see marriage work for somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you continue mm-hmm. to Good ignore word. your spouse and to not give them the devotion and they feel left out and mm-hmm. they don't feel married to you, they feel like the second person in your priority scale, mm-hmm. then you're going to sow the seeds of another divorce. You, you, made, you made such a great point there. You know, the models, there are no good models out there. The Bible well, says- Well, not none. Don't well, say no. Well, none. Forgive but me. There, there are, there, there are not few, as many. Very few yeah. uh, great models out there. And the Bible says we have, <laughs> well, we have many instructors, but very few fathers. Mm. And and what you're teaching your children is, how, like you said, and I don't want to mess up what you said, but you're teaching your children how to stay in a relationship. Right. One thing that we're experiencing in the dating scene, and I just want to say this real quickly, is that we're teaching ourselves how to get a divorce. Because you're dating and you're breaking up. Mm. You're dating and you're breaking up. Right. And what, what happens every time is you pull a little bit of fabric off of the carpet of life. Yes. And and, and you're and you're so soul tied to so many people that you give up on, on basically the whole marriage scene. You give mm. up on the whole uh dating scene. Mm. And we have to set boundaries. We have to set boundaries. So that is that is actually our next point. Yeah. The next point after no kids in the bedroom. Yeah. Don't give to your children the love, affection, devotion, you know, and attention that belongs to your husband or your wife. Don't give that to the children. The next thing is to set boundaries. Mm-hmm, set mm-hmm, boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, stop the familiarity. You know, and so, you know, you might say, stop the familiarity. You're talking about with the kids. Ah, got so much to say. Mm, God, mm. Right. I think we can enter into this point tomorrow. Right. Yeah, exactly. We can talk about it tomorrow. Uh, I don't want to leave them on a cliffhanger, but I think we are. Uh, but when you say just real quickly, it's quick blur. Ah, it's okay. Stop I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to get into we, it. We'll start tomorrow with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With setting boundaries. Yeah. And I think you're going going to enjoy tomorrow's broadcast. Yeah. I want to. I want to uh, let y'all know. Go back and watch this broadcast, but also watch last night's uh, service. There are some things that we, when we talk about boundaries, when we talk about parenting and talk about parenting, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't train your children in the way that they should go, yeah, there will be no hook in them when they get older to draw them back. Yeah. We have as parents and as, as couples to follow the ways of God. And you say, well, I follow the Ten Commandments. I'm talking a little bit deeper than following the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about following the Holy Spirit. Right. Let him teach you how to be a good parent. Let him teach you how to be a good husband or wife. Let him teach you how to be a good friend. Yeah, I mean, incidentally, we've taught this class before, and people sat in our class and said, why are you telling everybody about my situation? And we were We're not, not. We're not. The We're thing not. is, this is such a common thing. We when we when we go through, mm. we feel isolated. We feel like we're the only ones going through this crazy, traumatic thing, thing yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is so common. The things, the 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 tendencies that happen in blended families, it happens in most blended families. Mm-hmm. It might not be your particular issue. Mm-hmm. Everything we say. 
but then we might hit so close to home that you think we're talking about you. But these notes were written many years ago. Mm -hmm. These are not brand new notes. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're talking about things that happens to a lot of people. So don't feel isolated in your trauma. Mm -hmm. Just recognize that there's a whole community of people who are feeling the same exact thing that you are. And if they can overcome, so So can can you. you. That's right. Well, we're going to stop. We love you. God bless you. Listen, we'll see you this Friday. We're going to have a movie night out at our property. Yeah. Starting at, I believe, 530. Uh, But go on our website. You can find out all about it. All right. Uh, We love you today. Let us bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The The Lord Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We We declare declare shalom and blessing over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. Amen.